What's up, buds? What's up? BJ and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yeah. Some of it. A little bit. I didn't uh, watch very much at all. Yeah. I had a busy week at work. Me too. I was just busy all week. So. I've been reading two really good books, and I finished one of them last night. So. Nice. Yeah. I read, uh... It was a whole trilogy, actually, I finished, so that was nice. Mm. Nice. Um, well, we started out this week, as always, with mm-hmm. the, Monday uh, Night Raw. No, the special. Oh, that's right, the AEW Women's Tournament. Yeah, Eliminator, Eliminator Show Tournament. that they did and fucked up on Bleacher Report. And yeah, I watched it, it Monday on YouTube, YouTube along yeah. with Monday's match. Yeah. So. So buttons, let's go. Uh, I oh I don't think this is oh Thunder Rosa took on Nyla Rose. Okay. And Nyla Rose won. She did. And then um, we had Rio, I can't pronounce her last name, Mizunami or some shit. Yeah. Uh, take on... I think you nailed it. Did I? Yeah, yes. I think so. Uh, took on uh, Riho. Yes. And that was my biggest... Oh, yeah, no, I was so, so... Not Riho, R- Yuka, sorry, Yuka. And Yuka lost. And Yuka lost, which was a big... Actually, both of these were a surprise to me. Yeah. Um... Yeah. And then we had a six-woman tag. I didn't watch the six-woman tag. No, which was... And actually, I think it was first, but whatever. Yeah. Um, either way. Uh, Doesn't really matter. No. So. But decent tournament, decent show. Uh, Tony Khan said that um, this they plan on doing this yearly mm-hmm. and try to showcase some of the Japanese talent yeah. like this. So um, I like it. I think it's a good idea. And we'll get the finals Wednesday on Dynamite, which is... Uh, later on in the podcast. Later on in the podcast, but it's going to be, yeah, Nyla versus Rio. Rio and Mizunaki. Right. And I then, think that's how you say it. And then whoever uh, wins will take on... Hikaru Shida. The, yeah. At... Uh, Revolution on Revolution, Sunday. Yeah. Which we'll do some once and wills for. Later. Yeah. So, Monday Night Raw, brother, brother? Brother, brother. So, we started off... Um, with, as always, Drew McIntyre coming to the ring. As always. Talking about, you know, him losing his title and Sheamus being a dick and, you know, Bobby Lashley and just everyone's kind of been a dick to him. Um, and then Miz and Morrison come to the ring and say some shit and say, like, you should be mad at Bobby Lashley and MVP. They're the ones that manipulated this. Like, I just... Cashed in, like, it's what you do. Right. You know? Yep. Um, He's right. So, and Miz said he was trying to play the victim and saying, you know, he got manipulated. I think that's hilarious. Um, Her business then come out. Well, MVP just comes out. And um, says that the Miz's match against Bobby Lashley will begin promptly at 9 o'clock. So we'll be back at 9 o'clock mm-hmm. for that. And then Sheamus, his music hits after MVP leaves, and uh, they're going to have a match next. Sweet. Which really should have been on a pay-per-view, but, you whatever. know, whatever. Um, but it went. It was a good match. Um, you know, they beat the fuck out of each other like friends do, and... Drew McIntyre ends up picking up the clean win with a Claymore kick. Okay. So, um, 
But yeah, totally should have been on pay-per-view. Probably. Because they've been building this up for like three fucking months. Yeah, that's what Let me just get it on a random roll. Yep. Welcome to the WWE. Right, brother, brother. Um, Naomi uh, took on Nia Jax next. And Nia won like pretty quickly. Yeah. So, whatever. And now it's nine o'clock. So MVP and Bobby Lashley come to the ring. And, uh, you know, the, or in the music, Miz's music hits and he doesn't come out. Um, and he was backstage, like doubled up in pain, said he was, uh, cramping. And Pierce says, like, if I have to drag you down there by myself, 10 o'clock, you're going to be on. Yep. <clears throat> so now we're postponing it for another fucking hour. Yep. It makes sense with the Mrs. character, though. I kind of liked it. So, um, Oh, Braun Strowman's going to be in a tag match with his mystery partner next. Nicholas. Nicholas. And Nicholas. Shane and Adam Pierce come down, and it's uh, Adam Pierce is going to be his tag team partner. Bullshit. It should have been Nicholas. Right. Should have been. Whatever. He wasn't there. Whatever. He's got schools and shit. Um, so Braun Strowman and Adam Pierce took on Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander for the championships, apparently. Mm. Um, but the her business retained. Retained. So, oh, so what happened? Well, this is so stupid. So Shane McMahon's by ringside. Okay. Right? And Shane and Strowman got this whole thing going on. They don't like each other. But for some reason, Braun Strowman's beating the shit out of the Hurt Business. Mm -hmm. And Shane McMahon's like, you should tag in Pierce. And Strowman's just like, all right. And he tags in Adam Pierce. And then Adam Pierce loses. Like, it made no sense. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, watch this shit. What happened next? Some stuff with Damian Priest and Bad Bunny and Elias and Jackson Riker. Elias try, wants to collaborate with I forgot about Jackson Bunny. Riker. Shit, he's still around? Yeah, with Elias. Uh, but Elias wants to do a collaboration with Bad Bunny. And Bad Bunny's like, nah. Good call. Um, so, Elias, and then after commercial, Elias um, is upset about Bad Bunny not wanting to... Musically uh, collaborate, musically with collaborate. and so like Elias goes to play by himself, and then Bad Bunny ends up cutting him off. So we get Elias versus Damian Priest. Okay, and Damian Priest picks up the win. Good. So, duh, as he should. Right. Yeah. Um, Bad Bunny's still the twenty four seven champ, right? Yes. Good. Yes. Also good. He should hold it until May. Mm-hmm. Um. Kind of like the longest reigning ever, twenty four seven champion. That would be dope. Um, so I listened to one of his music songs. Uh-huh. Not, not for me. No, no. Like, I think if I could understand the words, I would actually be okay with some of his stuff. The song I heard was not for me. Okay. Yeah, it's like. I mean, it's like Mexican or Puerto Rican rap music is, I mean, is what it is. Yeah. So it's like mariachi rap. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least a couple of the songs I listened to sounded like that, but 
Um, so Randy Orton's being interviewed about the shit that happened last week. Okay. And he's like, Alexa Bliss did it. And then so. she shows up and um, she's being freaky and says, just whispers, bring it back. And then some like evil Randy Orton shows up on screen and starts saying shit. To Randy Orton. To Randy Orton. Right, he's talking to himself. Yeah. But it sounded like The Fiend's voice, mm-hmm. just with Randy Orton. I heard the... I didn't see the clip, but I heard it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then... But it wasn't The Fiend's voice, but... Right, but it kind of sounded, yeah. Yeah. Um, Orton... And then Rio Orton ends up getting... Blo- throwing up the black shit again like he did last week. And mm-hmm. ran off. So. That's what he does. All right. Um, it's 10 o'clock. Yes. Now our WWE Championship match. The Tom. Miz versus Bobby Lashley. Time for the title. And match. the bell rings, and the Miz gets oh, out of the ring, three. grabs his championship, and gets counted out. And uh, obviously Lashley and MVP are pissed. Well, yeah. And they go up to Shane McMahon, and... Um, MVP's like, this is bullshit. It is. We want a fair match. Um, yeah. So, and McMahon says he'll consider it. He's got to figure out a way to keep the Miz from escaping. Right. Um, <clears throat> Charlotte Flair comes to the ring. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah. Flair wants Oscar, I guess. For Mania, I didn't. Just be a good I didn't match. originally come back for the championship, but now that I'm back, I want the championship. Yeah, that's pretty much what she said. Yep. I heard the promo; it was not very good. <coughs> right, and then she took on Shayna Baszler and won like pretty quickly. So. Yeah, this match should not have happened. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah. Um, all right. Then Shane McMahon and um is talking with Adam Pearce, and they decide that. Their main event is going to be Miz versus Bobby Lashley, and if Miz doesn't show up, he'll be stripped, and Lashley will stripped of the title. Yes, <laughs> and it'll go to Lashley. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if they announced there, but it ends up being a lumberjack match. Yeah, I thought they announced it at the same time, but I, I could be mistaken. So yeah, um, we got a six-man tag Retribution, which was T-Bar, Mace, and Slapjack versus Lucha House Party. Uh, of Graham Adelique and Lindsay Dorado and the U.S. champion Riddle. And Lucha House Party and Riddle win. Yeah, they've got the U.S. champion on their team. Yeah, of course. Um, and then Ali gets in the ring, is pissed off at Retribution, and then he ends up cha- challenging Riddle to a match. Okay. Um, and they face next, and Mustafa Ali beats Riddle. Yes. So it's the only way to... Become a number one contender is just to beat, to beat the, the champion. champion. Right. It's just stupid. It is dumb. God, I hate that trope. Um, Miz burst into Shane McMahon's office and says he's pissed. Um, you would be too. Yeah. And that this is okay. This is where Shane said that there will be a stipulation, but you won't find out until you get down there. Okay. And then that's next. And it was a, yeah, it was a fucking lumberjack, lumberjack match. match. So then if it's next, that means we're at the main event. <coughs> main event. Main event. Yeah. And uh, winner and new WWE champion, Bobby Lashley. Like five and a half minutes. Yeah. Just crushed him. Fucking was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Hurt Luck 
He looks fantastic with the belt. Yeah. You could see, too, like, he tried to hold it back, but you could see the emotion in his in his. Oh, I bet. When he won, won. like, he's only the third African-American to win the hold the title. And a cool fact I found, I can't remember the exact numbers, but it was something like um, 18,000 days or some shit. No, not like that. It was like... 10,000 days or something from the first to the second black champion mm-hmm. um, from The Rock to Till now. to Kofi. And then it's only been like less than a thousand from, from Kofi, Kofi to, to yeah. That's kind of cool. It's been like 700 or something. That's so, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, it was the right call. We said it a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Now I just want him to beat the fuck out of people for the next, I don't know, year. That's what I want. We'll see. I mean, so. they might give it back to Lashley at WrestleMania. You mean Drew? Yeah, he is Lashley. Yeah. Lashley is Lashley. Yeah. Duh. Drew's, Drew's not Lashley. Yeah. I was already distracted because I was thinking about Ring of Honor. Yeah. Um. That aired March 1st, 2021. <clears throat> yeah. We get Quinn McKay welcoming us to the show. Get a video package to hype up the Roosh Ring of Honor Championship defense against Shane Taylor later tonight. Mm -hmm. And then backstage, LaFashione and Gobber Noble discuss how their recent success is going to lead to their title matches tonight. Mm -hmm. We got Kenny King telling Roosh he can beat Shane Taylor without the chair, but um, the way he had to use the chair to beat Brody Lee, but Rush gets in his face and says that they're about humiliation. That's what the faction and Goldman Oblace is about, is pure, total humiliation. Yeah. And they walk out and leave Kenny K there. That's what um, I'm all about, too. So, Lee tells King that they're a true faction, and unlike the Foundation, they're unbeatable, they're ungovernable, unbeatable. Uh, Lethal and Gresham then talk about defeating the Briscoes and how great that is, but that's the easy part, and that they're going to have to out-wrestle two of the best wrestlers in the world in a pure wrestling match. And then we have the Pure Rules match for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship match. Kenny King and Dragon Lee from La Faction and Goldberg Nobles taking on the champions, defending Foundation, Jay Lethal, and Jonathan Gresham. Um... Right off bat, like, Kenny King spit at Jay Lethal when he went in for the handshake, so mm-hmm. they did not adhere to the code of honor there. Uh, the match gets off, and, like, literally they've used all their rope breaks in, like, five and a half minutes into the match. It <laughs> was pretty fantastic. Um, Jonathan Gresham looks like he's about to get the win and gets close fist punch to the face, and they get their warning, and they move on with the match. Um, again, Gresham looks like he's about to get the win. The referee's distracted. Closed fish punch that should have been disqualification, but the ref didn't see it. One, two, three after a brain buster after that closed fist punch. Nice. They pick up the win, and they're your new World Tag Team Champions, Kenny King and Dragon Lee. I like it. It was exactly what I said. Once somebody cheats, it's going to mean something, and it really did. I was so pissed off that it happened. See, that's what... That's what it is. I think we've said it here before, but It's missing another wrestling. A good heel breaks the rules. Yep. But you have to have well-defined rules to break. Yes. And that's what... Other wrestling's missing that pure wrestling has right now. Yeah. It's great. I love it. Yeah. But with that, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back after this message. 
<laughs> it won't stop. Oh, I'm pressing the wrong button. All right, and we're back. We are. Uh, we were talking about Ring of Honor. So up next, we get another little video package hyping up again. Shane Taylor's match against Roosh. This one is with actually Shane Taylor this time because we already saw Roosh's side. He says yeah. that being the world champion means that you're the best in the world. And that he says that, you know, that he, they've never allowed someone like him to compete for the title until now. Um, the people voted for him, so he knows that he's resonating with them and that nice. he's going to end up being um, harder than, or he's going to hit harder than the title holder. Yes. And then we get the match. With Kenny King on the on the broadcast, uh, joining commentary, uh, Roosh also refuses to shake hands at the beginning of the bout. Mm-hmm. They beat the fuck out of each other. Nice. This was fantastic. I really enjoyed this. Um, but in the end, Kenny King actually hit Shane Taylor with the chair when it looked like he was going to stop Roosh from using it, and that allowed Roosh to pick up the victory mm-hmm. and retain, and he's still your new, or still your world champion in Ring of Honor. Nice. And, um, unlike the last couple weeks, they didn't, at the end of the episode, really hype up next week, so I don't okay. really know what's coming. Yeah. But that was Ring we'll of see. Honor. Nice. With that, we'll move on to Tuesday and talk about Impact. Impact Wrestling. Well, we started off with a triple threat number one contenders match uh, for the X Division title. Okay. And it was Blake Tor- or Blake Torres. Black Torres. Yes. Versus Ace Austin versus Chris Bay. Okay. Um, decent match. Uh, Austin ends up picking up the win, though. Excellent. Uh, Congratulations. Yeah. So, I do like, still, with Ace Austin, um, you know, they had that whole thing a few months ago where he won the X Division of the Year, and he had only been competed for, like, four months. He's like, yeah, I haven't been in the X Division because I don't want to be, but... If I go there, I'll dominate, and he's showing it every right. time he... He goes there and he dominates. Yeah, every time he's in a match for X Division something, he wins, and it's been fantastic. It's great. Um, Jazz and Jordan Grace get uh, interviewed about being the number one contenders now for the Knockouts title, um, and they're stoked for that, and then they talk about how they think it was... Deanna Perrazzo, who beat up ODB last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Okay. And uh, Tennille Dashwood takes on Havoc next. Um, Nevaeh is not with Havoc this time, which is different. Because they kind of got into it, was it last week? Yeah, or so, the week before. I don't remember which. Yeah. Um and Tennille Dashwood ends up picking up the win. Yeah, they're split up now, so... Right. Yeah. Um, Divide and conquer. But Tennille and Caleb uh, try to beat up Havoc more after the match, and Nevaeh actually comes out for the save. Of course she does. So, yeah. Of course she does. Right. And then Sammy Callahan... Um, Sammy C. ...is at his, like, training center, uh, or he's at Trey's training center facility... Okay. And goes in and just starts beating the shit out of a bunch of his students. Good. That's at the training center. Fuck him. Yeah. Um, and then we go to Johnny Swinger's casino. Okay. And um, TJ Plea- TJP is playing uh, ASOS, or is playing roulette or something, I think. And then 
Ace Austin and Fulton come in, and then Chris Bay comes in, and Bay was like, you didn't uh, beat me um, in that match. So somehow Johnny Swinger books a match between those two, and they might be the to see who's the real number one contender. Between Bay and... Austin. And Austin Aries? Or I'm... Austin Aries. Ace Austin? Yeah, not... not Definitely not Austin Aries. Yeah, he doesn't wrestle. All right. Um, and then we had... Eric Young... Um, uh, and Cody Dean Or in Diener. Um, who's saying Diener... Since Diener lost to Doring last week... Um, he has to suffer the consequences. Oh no! And but then Doring shows up and beats up Eric Young. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. Um, and then uh, we get our double Tonys this again this week. Tony and Tony. Yep, just hyping up, pretty much hyping up everything, and um, yeah. And then we got the Good Brothers. Teaming up with Finn Juice to take on Triple XL and Reno Scum. Mm. Uh, and the Good Brothers and Finn Juice end up picking up the win. As they should. Right. Um, we got a video package of Rich Swan uh, hyping. What a fucking shitty match. time. Sorry, but what a shitty time for Impact to break up the North. Mm hmm. Well, that's Ethan Page's fault. He didn't resign. I am. <laughs> Like, if he would have re-signed... I don't know why then, I didn't. I get right. it. It's just, well, considering he hasn't done anything since. I don't know if they have a 90-day and impact, impact or not. Yeah, I don't know. They might. They don't seem big enough to have a 90-day, like... They might, though. You know, I, I don't know. Um, still got to protect themselves, so... Yeah. Before they wreck themselves. Right. Oh, and there was some confusion over finish... At uh, of the tag match, so the Good Brothers and Finjuice are bickering and decide that they're gonna uh, have a tag title match at Sacrifice. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Then we got Brian Myers taking on Eddie Kingston, and Matt Cardona is the special guest referee. Uh huh. Um, and they have a decent match. Um, and. But Eddie ends up um, uh, getting disqualified. Oh, okay. So um, he didn't, and yeah, Cardona didn't want to ring the bell, but he did. So, uh, and then we had triple threat match: Gianna Prazo versus Kiera Hogan versus Jordan Grace. Mm-hmm. And that was our main event, too. Main event! And Deanna Prazo ends up picking up the win. Okay. Uh, with a roll-up over Jordan. Um, Most devastating move in wrestling. Right. And after the match, uh, Odie B comes out, and then there's a brawl, and they beat up Deanna. So. Okay. Yep. She's got to get a revenge, so. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that'll move on to AEW Dark. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Where's the actual results? I don't know. This website sucks. Sorry. Um, that's a preview. It's pissing me off. Okay, here we go. Uh, we started off 
with Lee Johnson and Aaron Solo taking on Louis Val and Chris Peaks. Lee Johnson and Aaron Solo. Yep. And then we had Ivelisse and Diamante take on Red Velvet and Kylan King. Ooh, Ivelisse and Diamante. Uh, no. Okay, Red Velvet and Kylan yeah. King. This was the day before. Oh yeah. The Shack match. So. Yep. Yeah. Red Velvet had to win. Right. Uh, Fuego del Sol and John Cruz versus Top Flight. Top Flight. Yep. Gun Club versus Tony Vega, Aaron Fry, and Angel Fashion. Gun Club. Returning Abaddon uh, versus Renee Michelle. Abaddon. 232. Quick match. Nice. Uh, J.D. Drake versus Stu Grayson. Stu Grayson. Yep. Uh, Mbadu and Baron Black versus Bear Country. Bear Country. Yep. Evil Uno, Five, and Colt Cabana versus... Levy Shapiro, John Schuyler, and Ryzen. Dark Order. Dark Order never lose on Dark. Right. Uh, Max Caster versus J.J. Garrett. Max Caster. Sean His D- partner's hurt. Oh, yeah? That's why Max Caster's been in singles matches. Oh, I didn't realize that. Me either. Tony talks about it on the AEW Unrestricted podcast oh, okay. this week. Yeah. Anthony Bones. Yes, thank you. I couldn't remember his yes. name. Uh, TH2 taking on the captain, Sean Dean, and Charlie Bravo. TH2. Yep. Captain's all elite officially, though. Yeah. I had it yeah. for news and rumors, but we I can get too. that out now. That's it's fucking dope. Mm-hmm. About time. I hope we start seeing him more. I'd like him to get with the best friends. That'd be cool. And join them. But. We'll see. Uh, speaking of, Orange Cassidy takes on Steve Stetson. And wins. Yep. VSK versus uh, Chuck Taylor. Chuck Taylor. Daniel Joseph versus Ten. Ten. Matt Seidel and Mike Seidel versus SCU. SCU. And that was our main event. Main event. So. I guess with that, it's Wednesday, and you know what that means. Yeah, you do. AEW Dynamite Creeper Creeper. Yeah. Started off with a mixed tag match. I just want to say before we get into it, Mm -hmm. this was... This was... I mean, it was a good episode. Like... Yeah. I don't want to, like... Think, but like, I don't understand. I, I know you're going to explain your side of it, but I don't right. understand the order of these fucking matches. No, and it makes sense. And right. like, they did nothing for the main event at the pay per view on Sunday. This no. is the go home show, and they did nothing to hype up the pay per view other than video packages. Yes, yeah. yeah. Like nothing happened, and I, I was like, what, what, what the fuck? Right. Yeah, it was a very weird go-home show. But we started off, as always, with as a mixed always, tag match. Mixed tag match. Cody Rhodes and Red Velvet taking on Shaquille O'Neal and Jade Cargill. This was better than it had any business Way to be. better than it did. Like, uh, Shaq no-sold everything Cody did to him. Right. Except for the bump through the table. Right. And he fucking powerbombed Cody, which was badass. And he did the um, fucking Brody... Uh, yeah. too with the kiss. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which was great. That was excellent. Um, Jade looked all right. Yeah, Jade looked good. Not good. I mean, not, not great, great, but... Yeah. She was a powerhouse, and then she posed. And then a powerhouse, and then she posed. And I liked... She sold a little were, bit when she... Yeah, when she had to. When she was down. Um, and I did like... She went to Twitter, because people were bitching that she posed too much. And she's like, if you look like me, you'd fucking pose too. I, I would. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Um, if I looked that good, I would be standing here right now with no shirt on, fucking posing. Mm-hmm. Like Hogan. And I'd be looking, and I wouldn't blame you. I'd have a mirror. That's so right. I could see myself. Like yeah. fucking Lex Luger. Yeah. Um, and even with Shaq through the table, Jade picks up the win over Red Velvet. Yeah, it was it was an interesting match. Yeah. But this should have been the main event. Right. But the reason they didn't, because you want eyes as early as possible and get them to watch through the whole match. One point. Which they didn't do, but they still went up quite a bit. 1.3? 1.3 for this match. And then they averaged like 940. Yeah, it went up like 100,000 or so on average. Eh, I think 100. Like about 150. So, still. Uh, then we had Pac and Ray Phoenix teaming up. To take on Giant Skyler and D3. Dude, like, so fucking quick. Mm -hmm. So fucking quick. Um, Yeah, Pac and Phoenix won. So. Uh, Then we got a press conference of the Inner Circle. Yeah. Um, We started off with a guy who the microphone didn't work and we didn't even hear the question. Yeah. And then they answered it anyway. Um, And then, was it Bischoff next? No, he was last. No. Oh, he was last. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I don't remember who the second guy was. Yeah, there was a second guy, and then Conrad came down, too. Eventually, and I think he Conrad called, was fourth, and Bischoff was fifth. Yeah, I can't remember. But, yeah, Conrad came down, he got called Turkey Tits. Yes. And uh, Bischoff was the, yeah, the last one, um, and he had a good question. Um, do you know do you know the condition of Papa Buck and in your list of stupid ideas where does motivating the young bucks to come at you with a vengeance rank yeah, that was <laughs> which was good yeah. and that's what pissed him off yes and then the young bucks ended up showing up and said like you made things personal and we're gonna blah, blah. kick your ass and then they super kicked Jericho and MJF and brawl and yeah mm-hmm. so then we got Tully Blanchard and FTR taking taking on Jurassic Express. Yes. Uh, Tully Blanchard and FTR were accompanied by none other than JJ fucking Dillon. That was amazing. Which was fucking dope. I was not expecting that. No, it was super dope. Um, this is just like the old people show, which kind of bothered me tonight. But Yeah. Because we had the first segment, which had Shaq, who was an athlete from the 90s. Right. And then we had the second one, which actually featured Pac and Phoenix, so that right. was fine. Yeah. And then we get the third match here, which features Tolly, who was an athlete from the 70s and 80s. <laughs> right. Right. And then next. Yeah. And then next we get, well, um, so yeah, FTR and... Oh, then we had the Inner Circle, which Tully. featured Chris Jericho, right. exactly. an athlete from the yeah. 90s. Sorry, yeah. almost missed that one. Right. Now, then we had... Right. And then, but... Um, oh, JJ and FTR Dylan, win. Yeah. And because we thought, like, a cameraman got knocked down, but he was wearing, like, a mask and didn't know what was going on. Ended up being Sean Spears. Mm-hmm. And he helped... Uh, them win. There was also one great moment where J.J. Dillon took his shoe off and threw it yeah. in so they could use it as a weapon and then great. tossed it back. And yeah. that was fantastic. Old um, school feel to right. it. Uh, and then they held up the four fingers 
like the Four Horsemen. And Arn kind of endorsed them from right. the entryway. Yeah. Yeah. Which was cool. It was neat. It was a neat little right. moment. So, yeah, we had Sean Spears, FTR, and Tolly Blanchard now. Right. With maybe J.J. Dillon on a more permanent basis yeah. there. That would be really neat. Yeah, it would. Oh, man. Right. I just don't, like, we praise... AEW so much for using yeah they gotta quit putting all these guys in matches yeah I don't wanna see and we're going Tully to the pay per view we're gonna see Sting right which if that's an athlete from the 90s at first I thought that was gonna be cinematic but it's not <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be anymore. I don't either after the bumps he yep. stuff he's been taking I agree doing. I'm with you on that but we'll see I hope it still is <laughs> I yeah. really do I do too I mean at least like the they did the inner circle and best friends like Santana and Tori Ortiz. Yeah. You know. Um, Somewhat cinematic. Yeah. And then we had Tony Schiavone come out. We th- I thought we was going to interview those guys. Uh, yeah, we did too. And then they just like yeah. walk past him as he yeah. introduces. Right. But J.J. Dillon says something in the microphone. Oh, yeah. I forgot what he said. And Tony was like, you don't get paid any extra for that. <laughs> Which was good. Um, <laughs> uh, but outcomes. No more BS. Paul White um, talking about how he's gonna. Him and Tony will be commentating uh, the new show AEW Dark Elevation. Paul White, an athlete from the nineties. Right. Yes, an athlete from the nineties. Tony Schiavone, a commentator from the nineties. That one's nice. That one's okay. Yeah. But um, still, uh, and he also announces that this Sunday he is gonna. AW is going to hire a um, Hall of Fame-worthy talent, and he's a huge asset, but he's not who you think. So, and then Tony... Which I don't know who he thinks I'm thinking, so right. I'm, like, totally fucking lost. I know. It's everywhere. So, there's been a lot of rumors. Tony Khan's been on a couple podcasts and interviews. Steve Punk would be, hits. like, the biggest name I could think of. Right. To have a real impact. Yeah. Like, I think CM Punk. <coughs> yeah, he could be, but... But so I don't it's think it's him. him. Right. I think that's who they think we would think. Right. But it's not. So, I don't know. My thoughts are Kurt Angle or Christian. I would prefer Christian, but I would also yeah. prefer neither of those guys because I don't want any more athletes from the 90s. Right. That's I what I actually liked about AEW is we were featuring these young guys. We were building up these fucking right. Jungle Boys and MJFs right. and, okay and Sammy Guevara's, yeah. although apparently he's... I, it was probably all kayfabe, but dude, they fucking... MJF mm-hmm. and Jericho just ripped him apart on Jericho's podcast this uh, week. Like, he who must not be named and shit like that. Uh, like... I shouldn't say ripped him apart, but yeah, like they wouldn't even say his name. So nice. and it could have been kayfabe because MJ yeah, is always kayfabe. It was probably kayfabe, but still, um, it was an interesting podcast. If you got the extra hour yeah. and fifteen minutes, buds, yeah, it's MJF being MJF and Jericho trying to keep up with him. Like, yeah, Jericho's way too, or he's like not even like MJF's on a whole another level, right? Um, okay, anyways, back right. to and our. Uh, Women's World Title Eliminator Tournament Number One Contender Finals. Yes, Nyla Rose versus Rio Mizunami. Yeah, and Rio wins. Yeah, surprisingly, it Thank really God. looked like Nyla was going to win. Though she yeah. hit her fucking 
double knees off the top rope with mm-hmm. the woman draped over the top rope. Yeah. And I thought for sure she was going to set her up for the Beast Bomb after that and finish it. Yeah. But Ryu picked up the victory, and we're yeah. going to get a new fresh match at Revolution with Ryu Mizunagi taking on mm-hmm. Hikaru Shida. Yeah. And, and then, then, speaking of... I was going to say, Shida came down and presented yeah, Ryu with the trophy. And uh, after Ryu just fucking forearmed her. Right in the face. And, right and then the asked face. her to forearm her back. Yep. And she did. Mm-hmm. And it was great. I'm excited for this match. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to this. And then, it's Sting! Athlete from the 80s and the 90s. Yes. And talks about his team against Team Taz, or his match against Team Taz. Mm-hmm. And Ricky Starks interrupts. Um, and Starks slaps Sting, and then Sting, Sting beats the fuck out of, the fuck out of Starks. Out of Starks. And then Hobbs pulls Starks out of the ring, mm-hmm. and then... Uh, Hook shows up. Horribly, too. Like, I don't know what the fuck Hobbs was doing. Yeah, it was really weird. It was like, you couldn't tell if he was getting in the ring or trying to pull him out, or he just missed. Like, I don't know. I have no clue what the fuck he was doing. But yeah, then everyone shows up. Cage shows up. Right. And then he tries to powerbomb Sting again, but Darby shows up and knocks Cage down. Mm -hmm. And uh, we got a Stinger Splash at some point. Yeah, of course. Always the Stinger Splash. Right. It was great. Mm hmm. Uh, not really, but it was okay. Uh, then we got Ten from the Dark Order taking on uh, Max Caster. Yeah. And Scorpio Sky was on commentary. And this was um, for a spot in the face of the AEW ladder match at Revolution. Yep. Where the winner gets a title shot for the TNT Championship. Yep. And Tony announced on, again, the AEW Unrestricted podcast mm-hmm. uh, that Darby has to defend it against the winner the very next week on Dynamite. Nice. Or he's stripped because he hasn't defended it in a certain amount of time. Nice. And Good. that's the point of the TNT title. Good. So, okay. they're setting like a precedence that. that it has to be defended every so often. Yeah. He didn't say what the time limit was, so we maybe one of you guys out there could yeah. tell us. Um, so, this match, it looked like 10 was going to get the win, um, but TH2 was hiding under the ring mm-hmm. and hit um, 10 in the face with a boombox. The ref didn't see it. Max Cash uh, picks up the victory yeah, from it. Picks yep. up the win. And... Um, and TH2 walks up the ramp and Matt Hardy comes out and he gives them an envelope with their $4,200. So right. they had it. The it was wrote on the envelope, on yes. It was $4,200. Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> it was good. I like that. Yeah. And uh, our main event. Main event. Hangman Adam Page and John Silver teaming up to take on Matt Hardy and Mark Quinn. Uh-huh. So this was a fun match, yeah, too. this was a fun match. Um... But, uh, oh, was it Hardy or yeah, Silver and Hangman pick up the win? Mm-hmm. Um, there was a little bit of like Silver got in with a blind tag, and you could see Hangman's like little bit of pissed off in his head. For but then a he's just kind of like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. It's cool, right? Um, John's not trying to steal the glory like yeah. others, he's just trying to be right. a tag partner and have fun. Um, and then Matt Hardy attacks Paige and Silver with a microphone after the match. Yes, he did. And then the whole Dark Order comes down to the ring. And then pretty much everyone that's in the casino, tag team Casino Battle Royal comes to the ring. And it's just a big old fight. Yeah. So. Yep. And that's uh, how it went. Right. Yeah. So. With that, 
as always, NXT. Yeah. Nephew, nephew. For sure. Um, so we started off with a tag match. Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch taking on Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher. It was a non-title match. It, it was. Yeah. Um, so you buds know. Yeah. And uh, uh, Oni and uh, Burch pick up the win over Thatcher. That's true. They did. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And then Finn Balor uh, confronts Roddy about um, everything. Everything that's going on with Adam Cole, and he blames him and says he's, you know, part of it. And Strong's like, nah, nah, bro. No. Yeah. Um, and then we had a therapy session with The Way. Okay. Which, I heard about this. Yeah. Um, a little bit. Yeah. But uh, Austin Theory has a breakthrough about uh, Dexter Loomis. And um, it, it, they find out that the reason is because Loomis told him he had mediocre abs. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> right. And that's why he really fears Dexter Loomis. <laughs> so, you know. Uh, Ember Moon took on Aaliyah next. Okay. Uh, Ember Moon picks up the win. Good. As she should against Aaliyah. Right. Um, and Robert Stonebury. Yeah. And then we got the Women's Tag Team Championship match. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler taking on Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. I assume Nia and Shayna retained. Um, so they kept fighting each other, and uh, the ref was knocked out. And Baszler had Kai in the Kurafuda clutch. And Adam Pierce comes out and brings in like a raw referee who uh, just called it a technical submission. So... And so it kind of ended funky. Um, so maybe we'll get a rematch then in right. the future. And then we got... Maybe a like, takeover or something. Yeah. Um, and Pierce and Regal were seen backstage fighting with each other afterwards over what Pierce did. Oh, okay. And um, Regal said he'll make a big announcement regarding this next week. So Oh, so we'll find out I'm assuming, next week then. Cool. Yeah, I'm assuming we're going to get... A rematch at like takeover or something. That's what I, yeah, what I'm thinking. Yeah. Maybe even fast lane, but that seems pretty unlikely. Yeah. Yeah. They've been trying to keep their pay per views a little bit shorter lately, it seems. Right. So. Oh. Then we had Crack, uh, um, Cameron Grimes take on Bronson Reed. Um, that one's hard to say because they've been kind of pushing both of these guys a little right. bit lately. Well, Cameron Grimes actually picks up the win. So, I'm not. I, I kind of figured because he's got the whole new character, the whole new money, right? Gimmick thing. Yeah. Um, we also got an L.A. Knight promo. L.A. Knight. I didn't see this. I might have to I go check it out because it, it's Eli Drake, yeah. and he's right. I'll always listen to him. <laughs> and then uh, he's good at talking. Yeah. Legato del Fantasma beat up Rizongo and Everrise. Oh fuck those guys. Because uh, they were supposed to have a match, Brizongo and Everrise. Oh, okay. And then... Um, now they don't have to have the match because they already beat the fuck out of them. They or the, they got the advantage All four the got the fuck... Well, all four got the fuck beat up. Like, Brizongo and Everrise were supposed to face each other. And then Lovogato Del Oh, Fantasma beat the fuck out of all, all four of them. them. Yep. Yeah. Isn't there only three gar- guys in Lovogato Del Fantasma? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Right. So, yeah. Uh, and then we got a non-title... 
match between Finn Balor and Roderick Strong. Okay. Um, and I bet this was fucking great. Yeah. It should have been anyways with those two guys in it. Yeah. Um, but Balor ends up picking up the win with the coup de grace and then the 1916. He should. He's the champ. Right. Um, and then Adam Cole shows up at the top of the stage and because uh, I think we're getting championship match next week. With Cole and Balor? Yep. Okay. So, I kind of want Cole to take it back. Um, I don't know. I don't, I mean, with this character change and what they're doing with Undisputed Era, I don't know. I mean, maybe not next week, but at TakeOver, if they have to have a rematch or whatever. I don't know. I want, <coughs> I want O'Reilly to prevent Cole from winning it this week. That, yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. Yeah. He calls Cole the title. Right. Yeah. Or, the other way around, he calls Balor the title. And then, you actually do have the title on one of the nights at WrestleMania. And it's Kyle versus Cole. And Cole helped Finn... Because he wants the title, but he wants to be Cole. Er, no. O'Reilly helps Finn because he wants Cole to have the title to beat him for the title. And then we get that big O'Reilly win at Mania. Yeah, because it seems like they're dope. making him the baby face of the situation. I think it would work right. better if they were making him the heel. Who, uh, Kyle? Yeah, because then he could be like... And I know they're not, but I'm just saying, right. like, because then he could be like, oh, well, you know, I helped Adam win because I twice haven't been able to beat Finn, but I know I can beat Adam Cole, yeah. so. Yeah, And then he's got that nice little heel. Right. Swerve there, but since they're not, yeah, you got to go yeah. the other way with it and have him win the belt at Mania. Right. Or wherever. So, yep. And that's NXT. With that we'll move on to SmackDown Live, sister, sister. Sister, sister. Uh, Daniel Bryan starts off. Uh, the show talks about his match later with Jay in a steel cage match. Yes. And that he's going to beat um, I heard from Roman. Mine, this was fashion. actually a pretty good ending to that match. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he's going to face Reigns. Or he's going to beat Reigns and then face Edge at Mania. Me too. So, um, I'm going to beat Roman Reigns and right. face Edge at Mania. Yeah. Uh, and then Roman Reigns and Uso and um, Paul Heyman come down and you know do a rebuttal. And okay, then, that's not surprising, right? And Jay Uso tried to attack Daniel Bryan and failed. And failed. He got thrown out of the ring. And then Daniel Bryan just kind of stares down Roman Reigns, and we go to commercial. Okay. And then we got the Street Profits uh, taking on King Corbin and Sami Zayn. I'm guessing Corbin and Zayn win because they're newly formed. Yeah. Uh, that's, oh, Corbin. Like, they they all want nothing to do with Sami Zayn. So, they don't want to do this tag match. Um, oh. Right. And so, that ends up just being Montez Ford versus King Corbin. But Sami Zayn sticks around. Okay. Um, that's kind of stupid. Yeah. And then they do... Uh, then they 
do the opposite, and Angela Dawkins takes, takes on Sami Zayn, but Corbin <coughs> leaves because he's like, fuck Sami Zayn. Right. So, and then Dawkins ends up uh, winning, and afterwards, Sami beat up one of his members of his film crew. So, for some reason. Sorry, who won the first match? Corbin? Uh, Corbin. Or, okay. Yeah, Corbin, so won, Corbin won his match, but Sammy and then lost he left his match. Great. Right. Got it. Um, oh, Carmella pretty much breaks up with Reginald for good. Um, I saw this coming, but fair enough. Yeah. Or something happening because she right. seems he seems to be about Sasha Banks these days. Right. So, right. okay. That'll come into play in a minute. I'm not surprised. So, uh... Then we got Dominic Mysterio versus Chad Gable. Okay. Um, Dominic ends up picking up the win. The finish of this match was actually pretty decent. Um, Like, I wish Dominic was down in NXT just to get a little bit more experience experience and work. But, I mean, for how young he is and where he is in his career, he looks really fucking good. I haven't seen a whole lot of him, but what I have seen was impressive for yeah. the little bit of time he's been doing it. Yeah, but they ended up, it was like roll, They he ended up winning with the roll-up, but it was like, I don't know, six reversals in the time period. Okay. And then he finally got the last he one. He got the last one. So, um, and then after the match, Otis tried to get in the ring to help uh, Gable, and Mysterio just knocks him off the apron and uh, over across the announce desk, but it was cool because <laughs> Ray hit all that, and then he came and he like headbutted the fucking camera. Oh, nice! It was, it was pretty funny. That is good. Ray's still amazing that he can yeah. do the shit he can do at his age. Yeah, um, like him and RVD are nuts. Yeah, right. That's who else it could be. Anyway, um, oh yeah, right. He's not with Impact anymore. Right. Um, and, oh, Rollins is talking about Cesaro, and Murphy is back on our television, finally, um, and tries to help Rollins, but Rollins is like, nah. Okay. And that was it for now. Um, we got Bianca Belair versus Shayna Baszler. Okay. Um, and Bianca ends up picking up with a win, because, uh, duh. Um, but Reginald tried to interfere during the match and help. Um, and Belair gets mad afterwards and starts yelling at Banks, like, you got to deal with this dude. Like, you know, he's got a crush on you. Fucking deal with him. Right. And then she, Sasha ends up slapping Reginald oh. and was like, stay out of my fucking business. Get out of my business, my business. Yeah, stay the fuck, fuck up, up on my business. business. Um, These all over my shit, yeah. it's mine. Then we got this weird ding-dong hello thing. Oh. It was just, it was the Bailey, but she was doing, it was called Sweet Tweets. Okay, Aunt Bailey doing the Sweet Tweets. So it was kind of like the mean tweets that you get on Jimmy Kimmel. Right. But they were supposed to be nice tweets about her show, and like she reads two of them. And then she gets to the third one. And it wasn't nice. And it wasn't nice. But she, like, just stops. And then, because it's her in, like, the performance center ring or whatever. Or in the ring earlier in the day. It's just her in a chair and then the door that says ding-dong hello. And, uh, yeah. So she gets up from her chair, yells at, like, the camera guy, and goes through her door. 
Okay. So, yeah. Um. Then we got Cesaro versus Murphy. Okay. Um. That could have been a fun match. Yeah. God damn. Um, yeah. Cesaro ends up picking up the win with the swing into the sharpshooter. Um. And I think Seth Rollins was ringside for this. Okay. So, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Watch um, him. Right. And then Roman Reigns tells Uso, uh, Jay Uso, that if he loses, he'll be an embarrassment to the family. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's going to lose. Right. Uh, Apollo Crews makes his way to the ring with some, like, royal guards. Oh, I saw Apollo. it. They're dressed in fucking army camouflage. It was yeah. so fucking bad. He's carrying, like, a spade or a shovel or yeah, some shit. Yeah, which was kind of weird. The the um, promo wasn't too bad, but that's good. He was demanding next week. He wants a intercontinental championship match because Big E's supposed to be back next week. Like, like his gears just like his gears, whatever. Yeah, it's not great, but it sticks out. It's different. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like anybody else's. I mean, at least it's something. But like and, the two army dudes and the shovel or the spade or whatever. Yeah, the, like was, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. It would have been better if it was, like, a sword or something. I don't know. Like, I can't... Ah, fuck. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Um, What was next? Tamina and Natalia are bitching to Sonya Deville and Adam Pearce about... uh, Oh, yeah. I forgot about Sonya. Yeah. Um, About... Yeah, they're bit pissed because Belair and Banks are getting a tag title shot, I guess. Oh, and they want one? Yeah. Right. Okay. Then our main event. Main event. Uh, Daniel Bryan uh, versus Jey Uso. Okay. In a steel cage match. Mm-hmm. And if Daniel Bryan wins, he gets to face Roman Reigns at Fastlane. Correct. For the title. Does Uso get to face Roman Reigns for the title at Fastlane if he wins? No. That's dumb. No, I think maybe Roman just gets the night off or something. Oh, okay. So, I don't know. Um, But Daniel Bryan does win. It was a fun finish. Like, they were... Both trying to scrape, yeah, for me. Um, so I wanted them to think I had another friend, even though yeah. I don't. Right. Um, but yeah, they're both trying to escape the cage. They fight their way back down to the turnbuckle. Brian does like an arm drag off the top rope uh, into the yes lock, and Jey Uso tries to get to the ropes and he does but it doesn't fucking matter because it's a steel cage match and that doesn't break right, the there hole. are no rail breaks so he has to uh, tap out and Daniel Bryan will face Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns at Fastlane and Jey Uso is an embarrassment to his family so poor guy yeah and that was uh, Smackdown Live that was Smackdown sister. Live sister sister so, I guess with that we'll move on to news and or rumors yeah. can we start off with the good stuff you know what you know what it is. Yeah, let's start off with the good. The best news of the week. Yeah, go for it. All right. Uh, NWA will fucking finally be returning. Yes. Um, they. Have... I texted you this. I was fucking excited. Yeah. Well, we talked about it on Wednesday that they were announcing something, and, and then, that's what they yeah. announced. They wiped um, out all their videos on their YouTube channel. Yeah. Except for a new like two and a half minute video titled "We're Back." Nice. Um. So they're gonna have a they have a pay per view announced for March twenty first mm-hmm. uh, called Back for the Attack. Um, it's gonna take place actually right before Fastlane. It's gonna be on at four okay. p.m. in the afternoon, um, and it'll be like twenty bucks. And then 
NWA Power will be returning on Fight TV at 6.05 Eastern, uh, March 23rd. So, we'll have NWA back, and it's dope. I'm excited. Um, I'm excited. The only part that I'm upset about is it's not going to be even close to being the same. No, Um, it can't be. Eli Drake's in NXT. Too much talent has left. Right. I was going to say, yeah. Eli Drake's in NXT. James Storm is in Impact. Right. Unfortunately, Question Mark passed away last week. Yeah. Um, And then what's that happened with Sandow? Well, I mean, like, they still... Because they advertised... But Thunder will be there. They did show Thunder Rosa. They showed Mm -hmm. Sandow. Okay. Um, They showed Nick Aldis. They showed Tim Storm. They showed yeah. the question mark, but I mean, obviously that yeah. was yeah. in tribute. Um, so yeah. then, so what I have here is Aldis, Thunder Rosa, Aaron Stevens, Trevor Murdoch, Elijah yes, Burke, Murdoch, Tim Storm, Camille. Yeah, Camille. Are the ones that were they showed Camille too. Yeah. Yep. So I kind of hope we get. Well, who's is Camille still champion or who's champion? Serena Deep. Serena Deep's still champion. That's right. She just but has a scope on her knee or a scope. That's right. She, I just saw that this yeah. morning. I had that, actually, for News and Rumors. Right. She had a scope done on her knee, so I don't okay. think she's going to be out for a super amount, long amount of time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, hopefully. Because I'd love to see her face someone at the pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, well, now that we got the best news out the way, yeah. let's get the shitty news out of the way. Okay. Jim Crockett Jr. Yeah. passed away this week. Did we announce last week that he was sick? I don't know. Because I had it, like, it says exactly one week on my phone. I don't so think I don't we know. did. I don't think we did. I, I think remember. it. I think it came out after or while we were recording. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, condolences to his family. He's 76. Yeah, it sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess he just did a big interview with uh, Conrad that people have okay. been talking highly about. It was so long and had to be put out in two different parts on his ad-free show. So, um. Wrestling Observer Newsletter notes that a story went around about WWE fining wrestlers for thigh slaps. And that a memo has actually been sent out now to the NXT talent about it as well, but nothing's actually come up since. Okay. But apparently Vince wants to ban the thigh slaps. Okay. Uh, They also reported that WWE is aware of age issues on the roster, and there's a new doctrine apparently to only sign developmental talent if they're under the age of 30, with the exception of very special situations, and I assume those have to be approved by the highest of the high in the company. The Bruce Pritchards, the Vince McMahons, the Triple H's, the Shawn Michaels. I was going to say, yeah, they said that, uh, like, an already known person, so that's why, like, uh, um, Taya Valkyrie and Eli Drake are good because people know them. Right. But if they're signing like new people or unknowns or under the age of 30. Right. Um, which makes sense. But yeah. now here's the problem. Stop bringing back all these old wrestlers to win shit. Right. Like you can bring them back to fight, but have them fucking lose and try to put over the new talent. That's what Ed should be there for right now. Like he should lose to Roman Reigns at Mania. I want Edge to win. I want him to. I want him to. I'm not saying that, but he probably should lose. He probably should lose. Especially to Roman Reigns. He could fucking Undertaker at WrestleMania. Right. I know. I was there. I know. Um, 
They also reported this week that there is a plan for NXT to introduce women's tag team titles. Yeah. That's apparently one of the reasons they've been signing so many new women as well. Okay. Um, is to have so a more diverse roster and have two sets of tag titles. I. That's probably fucking Regal's announcement. He's like, fuck it. They won't play fair. Oh, maybe. They won't play fair with their tag titles, so we'll just make our own. Maybe. I'm, it wouldn't, I wouldn't surprise be, me. That wouldn't surprise me at all. all. Um, and then the last thing from the Observer this week is the WWE has been talking to the Yingling Center at the University of South Florida in Tampa, which apparently could be home for their new tapings. Okay. Their contract with the Yingling Center? Up. Yeah, that's what it's called. Like the beer? Yeah. Okay. I'm assuming they own it. Or it's, it's probably like... They own the licensing deal like everywhere yeah. else is owned by yeah, something. Yeah, everything's licensed. Huh? Um, and then according to Wrestling, Jimmy Smith, a former commentator for Bellator and UFC, auditioned mm-hmm. for an announcing job uh, with the WWE before SmackDown this week. So apparently whoever the fuck he is might be coming in to announce for the WWE, at least audition okay. for him. So they wouldn't give Big Show an announcing job, but they'll bring in this... Douche. I think Big Show's I issue is, was but... more money than <laughs> yeah. Like I think it was an issue of like WWE's no. like here's what we'll offer you to keep being an ambassador, and Big mm-hmm. Show's like I think it's worth more than that. Right. And they're like, well, that's all we're paying you. And then he was mm-hmm. like, hey Jericho, right? What can Tony do for me? And Tony's like, hey, I could use an announcer for this new show I want to start. Yep. Here's what I can pay you. And Big Show's like, oh fuck yeah, that's way more money. I'm the big show. I was Not the big anymore. show. Nice Paul White. No more BS. Yeah. So that's all I had this week. All right. Um, so Kayla Braxton uh, on Twitter this week came out that she's bisexual, and I thought she already did that. I don't know. I thought that no. was already a known. Thing. I think people know, but she like came out or or she tweeted something about it. So she'd never officially come out before, right? It was just one of those known things. I think so. I've had like people like kind of before. Known. Yeah, I've yeah. had friends before. That but was, like I have a friend yeah. I knew about for years before he ever right. came out to me. So, but like, yeah, um, I people, it. I guess, were giving her shit so bad that she fucking deactivated her Twitter. It's like, what the fuck? Who, Who cares? cares? You don't have to watch it or be a part of it, right? Unless both you and her want to. Right. So, who gives a fuck? Right. Um, yeah. So, anyway, uh, remember No Way Jose? I do. He's going to be a daddy. Congratulations. Yeah, he tweeted a picture of an ultrasound and he's going to be a dad. I saw the ultrasound, but didn't know who that was that tweeted it. I saw that tweet. okay. That's fine. I saw that this morning, but I didn't know who the fuck that was. Yeah. Um, oh, and... Uh, so and yeah, I don't care enough to look yeah. into it with all this to AEW stuff. There mm-hmm. is one person that definitely is not okay. Um, because he tweeted out, uh, the greatest wrestler in the world said it is not him, Chico El Luchador. I saw that too this morning. Um, yeah, it's not him because well, so we're still like, despite what's happening in some states, uh, we're still in COVID like pandemic stuff, and if. Like, no matter how many fans Tony Khan would try to limit it to, once they saw Chico El Luchador, like, everybody would just rush to the stadium 
to go see the greatest wrestler of all time. And then we'd have like a super spreader event and it we would just like, right. yeah, like there would be no way we could do it. So and Chico doesn't want that attached to his name. Either, so. <clears throat> right. Exactly. So it's definitely not him. Uh, maybe when things start opening up, but right. Not right now. Yep. So sorry to spoil that for you, buds. It's not John Cena either. No, <laughs> no. Um, and then the last thing I got, that uh, Kenny Omega has tweeted out the official rule. Apparently, I'm gonna assume I saw the official tweet, rules yeah. for uh, the, the barbed wire death exploding match. death match. Right. So it has, and if you go to his Twitter uh, at Kenny Omega, he has a picture to describe this a little bit better, um, which is fantastic. Is it really at Kenny Omega? I don't think that's his Twitter account, is it? Omega oh. Man X or oh, something. Oh, yeah, sorry. Kenny Mega Man X. It cuts off. I don't know. Oh. Well, Whatever. I was just making sure we get the boats to the right place. Sorry. Just go find Kenny Omega. On they Twitter. appreciate it's the it. Yeah, it's not check. hard. Actually, all you got to do is type in Kenny Omega in the search bar, and then right. you yeah, click on the one with the blue check mark. Yes. That's Kenny Omega. Yes. Um, but anyway, so the rules are three sides of the ring ropes will be wrapped in barbed wire. Mm-hmm. Contact with barbed wire triggers explosives on corresponding sides. Yes. Um, there are three zones on the floor wired to explosives, which is called triple hell. And then there will also be a 30-minute countdown timer until all the explosives in and around the ring detonate. All at the same time. All at the same time. Yeah. So This is totally going 30 minutes. Yeah. This thing's going to explode. It's going to be a time limit draw. It's going to be fucking sick. Yeah. I don't know if I can watch it. I don't know either. It's I'm going to try. Be tough. I'm gonna try, but we right. will see. I'll probably fail. Yep. So. But we'll try. Yeah. Yep. Is this what's next? Trivia. Oh, you got trivia. You got trivia. I didn't know you had trivia. We're gonna talk very quickly. Okay. Just very quickly about last year's revolution. Okay. A little trivia on last year's revolution. Hangman Page and Kenny Omega beat the Young Bucks in one of the best tag team matches of all time. Is that a question? Um, I you win. How about that? <laughs> uh, here's your question. Is, okay. How long was the match? Oh, how long was the match? Yeah. Uh, 31-26. You were actually pretty fucking close. 30-05. Oh, okay. No, that wasn't the real... I wasn't... Yeah. Okay. I mean, I was going <laughs> to ask a question about it, but I okay. knew you knew that match happened. So. Yeah. Um, no, actually, the tag team match I, that I was going to ask about okay. was on the pre-show. Okay. And it featured the Dark Order of Stu Grayson, uh-huh. Alex Reynolds, and John Silver okay. taking on SoCal Uncensored. Okay. Who won? Uh, probably the SCU. No. No? Dark Order the won? the Dark Order. Okay. Yep. Nice. Um... To kick off the show, we saw Rock Hard Jake Hager okay. take on Dustin Rhodes. Uh-huh. Jake Hager picked up the victory here in like 14 minutes. Okay. Do you remember how he won? Um, with the, uh, what's he call it? Like the Oklahoma Slam or whatever the fuck he calls it. No. The American Slam belly to belly thing. No. 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 He won by submission, actually. Okay. Yeah. I almost went with submission. He made, he made him tap out. Okay. Um, and then we also saw the AEW Women's Championship. It was Nyla Rose defending. Mm-hmm. Do you remember who she defended against? Um, 
That would be... Uh, was that Riho? Mm-mm. No. Uh, I don't know. It was Chris Statlander. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I forgot that match happened. Yeah. Um, I just want to point out that MJF defeated Cody on that match, or on this card as well, and that was a really good match. Yeah. Because that was their, like, blood feud match. Right. Um... And then we saw the World Championship match. Right. Do you know what the World Championship <laughs> match was? No, because the tag match was so good. I yeah, yeah, this is uh, crazy. So the championship match was... Was it Moxley Jericho? It was. John yeah. Moxley defeated Chris Jericho yeah. for the championship. Yeah. Then the other match on the card was packed defeating Orange Cassidy. Right. So we had that. So, yeah. yeah. So that was the best pay-per-view last year. Uh, probably... I, I think so. It was a really good card. So, yeah. with that, let's move on to Revolution. Wants and Wills. Wants as it's or tonight wills. for you both out there. Yeah, which it was tonight for us. It's, yeah, me too. <laughs> but they talk about that yeah, too on Sunday night. It was. It's the UFC thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because they're tonight. Yeah, UFC. There you uh, There's three championships on the line tonight. And, yeah, it's a big card. Yep. So they already had it. So. Yeah, I got a guy that I work with that um, is really into UFC. Okay. And so we were talking about it. Because gotcha. I told him I was pissed. Yeah, I can see that. Me and, too. It sucks. Right. But what are you going to do? I'm Hopefully still it goes back next to him. Yeah. That's my... Did he say that at all? Or no. I hope so. Me too. Um, or if he did, I missed it. Right. So, on the buy-in... Um, we are going to get Riho and Thunder Rosa teaming up to take on Brick, Britt Baker and, sorry, Dr. Britt Baker, um, and Rebel. Want and will Britt and Rebel. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. Um, all right. We have our Casino Tag Team Battle Royal match. Uh, there's going to be 15 teams, I guess. So there's, I mean, there's going to be the Dark Order. There's going to be there's probably going to be a couple Ray, Dark Order. Yeah, there'll be feet. Yeah, probably two or three at least. I hit, well, then, I assume Grace and Anuno will be in. Yeah, I'm assuming you're going to have probably Reynolds Silver. and Silver, right. and then Tony did say that five and ten were going to be in it. Yeah, since ten so, didn't make the ladder match. Right. Um. Yeah, and then you got Pac and Phoenix, and you got SCU. Probably Santana and Ortiz. Santana and Ortiz, yeah. So I don't know. What do you What do you think? I'm thinking it's going to be Pac and Phoenix. Like just put them together and have them win. I think yeah, they seem to be pushing them a bit lately. Yeah, and I'm cool with that. Right. I like Pac and Phoenix, mm-hmm. and I could be okay seeing them versus the Young Bucks in a match. Yeah. So hopefully, well, we'll see. Um, yeah, it might not be the Young Bucks right. after the pay per view. But I think that's my want and will. Yeah. Same. Unless for some... Yeah. Never mind. Um, All right. Miro and Kip Sabian versus Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. Um, Want and will Orange and Chuck? I'm going to go want and will Miro and Kip. Okay. Um, But I want Miro to just, like, beat everybody. That'd be fun. Like, he, he does end up breaking up with Kip. And just crushes everything. Everything. I'm fine with that. Turns into the monster we need him to be. Yes. Um, I need my mirror back. All right. Um, Face of the Revolution ladder match. 
Number for the number one contender for the TNT title. This one's hard because of the fucking so, mystery opponent. Right. So first off, yeah, we get a mystery opponent. Who do you think that is? <sighs> right. Now, did Tony say anything that it was? Whether it was just a mystery that it's an, it could be either an AEW person or someone new to debut. There's it two is a debut. That's. Okay. And I don't know if I'm taking that from there or somebody else's podcast. It might okay. have been Jericho for all I know. Okay. But so it is a debut. What I heard is they're both, there's two debuts. Okay. There's this match and then there's the big debut that the big show referenced. Right. So this is someone not that big, but maybe big. I have no clue. Yeah. Um, maybe this is RVD. No, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Uh, that would be a big deal ish. Um, yeah, this is for the TNT title. This is going to be a, a younger guy. I yeah. I don't know who's free, who's available yeah, right now. that's true. Like, that's the thing. The only guy I can think of is... Uh, yeah. uh, fuck. We just talked about him and I forgot. Right. I don't know. I can't, yeah. I don't know. Well, the other people are Cody, Scorpio Sky, Penta El Cerro Miedo... Uh, Lance Archer, Max Caster. So knowing just with who's in it, I mm-hmm. want Lance Archer. Yeah. Um. Will. Fuck it, Lance Archer. Okay, just I want it. Lance Archer. I kind of think after with like what the commentary thing and all that, I think it's gonna be Scorpio Sky. Scorpio makes sense. So yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, What's next? Right. Hangman Adam Page versus Matt Hardy, and winner gets the other person's first quarter earnings. <laughs> yeah, Hangman so, want and will. Yeah, same for sure. Same. Um, Sting and Darby Allen versus Brian Cage and Ricky Starks in a street fight. I want Sting and K or. Brian Cage and Ricky Starks, but I think Sting and Darby Allen will win. Yeah, I agree. I I do want Cage and Ricky Starks because who better? Who better? <laughs> um, AEW Tag Team Championship match: The Young Bucks versus the Inner Circle, Chris Jericho and MJF. Um, want Jericho and MJF? Will mm. the Young Bucks? Actually, I'm going to go want and will both. Uh, the inner circle. Okay. I think... Um, you think they're going to be the ones to knock the Young Bucks down? Yeah. Okay. I do. I do. Fair enough. Um, I think maybe the Good Brothers cost them the titles. Maybe. Accidentally on purpose. Maybe. Or something like that. So. AEW Women's Championship. Well, wait. Before we get to our two championship matches, mm-hmm. who do we think the big... Big person's gonna be wanting well. I mean, I want it to be CM Punk. I'll, I mean, I'm gonna throw it out there. Like, yeah, everybody in the world, of course, I want it to be CM Punk. Yeah, if it's not Punk, um, but yeah, I want it to be somebody I haven't thought of. But once I realize who it is, I'm like, duh. duh. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want. Yeah. If it's not CM Punk, right? Will. <sighs> 
honestly, the more I think about it, the more I think I'm not I'm not as excited about this as you. I yeah. think it's going to be like Christian or yeah. RVD or Mark will, Henry. Right. Like that's where I'm at on the will is one of those three guys. Yeah, my will is Christian. I do think it'll be Christian. Um, which I like. I mean, he looked good in the Rumble. And if he can come in and have good matches and get over younger talent, I'm fine with it. Um, but that's what he it, it all to depends be used on how he's used. And right now, they're right. not using their older talent the way like right. They've gotten away from what made the older what talent made it good. different. Now they're doing what WWE does, which right. is just having them wrestle matches. And it's yes. like, no, that's not. No, like, I don't want to see them wrestle. They should if they're going to do it. It needs to be spread out, and it needs to be once in a while. Right, not. Three on one card. Not seven out of eight segments. Right. On the card. Right. Seven out of eight segments and three fucking matches. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I want to see yeah, young want, talent. Like I said, yeah. Get CM these Punk young guys or, over. Yeah. yeah. CM Punk or. Honestly, my want, and I know it can't, can't and won't happen because he's not signed it. Because he's getting signed, but. God, I would want it to be Nick Aldis. Like, I also thought it would be dope if it was somebody Japanese. Uh, right. Tanahashi or an Okada right. or Kota Ibushi yeah. or a Jay White. Right, but when they said sign a contract, that's the part that... Threw me through those no guys, because I don't see that happening just no. yet. But no. man, like, Jay White, I think, would be great for AEW. That's true, because he still hasn't... And I don't think he's officially, Ooh, like, signed. No. He didn't. That's right. Or at least I hadn't heard about it. We haven't, like, yeah. I don't think he still hasn't been seen since the night after Wrestle Kingdom. So, like, it could be Jay White. That's my new one. <laughs> Sorry, that is my new one. I think he like, could be great for AEW if I they booked too. him right. I do, too. They could also book him like Miro. I don't know if he's, like... the next Miro, yeah. so... Yeah. But they've done right by guys from Japan so far. I mean, right. look at Lance Archer. They've done pretty good with him. Yeah. Not great, but good. Yeah. So... Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to our championship matches. Now. Okay. Hikaru Shida versus Ryo Mizunami. Um, I think honestly, one and will Rio. Okay. I think that this is where Hikaru Shida is finally going to lose the belt. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it, I'm going to go one and will Shida. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Um, and our main event. Main event, probably. AEW World Championship Exploding Barbed Wire <laughs> Death Match. Kenny Omega versus John Moxley. Yeah, it's totally the main event. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I want John Moxley, but will Kenny Omega? I won will Kenny Omega because yeah, I stories. want the collector storyline and all that. So yeah, but yeah, and that'll be Revolution. That's we'll it. see it to be available on Bleacher Report and uh, Fight TV internationally. Yeah, and traditional pay per view. But I did see. Like, if you can get it on Bleacher Report, it's $10 cheaper than traditional pay-per-view. There you go. So, save so, your 10 bucks and get it on Bleacher Report. Right. Yeah. And with that, we're going to finish out the top 100 <laughs> countdown in the last yeah. decade. Been doing Bef- this almost a year. Before BJ and I started recording, we uh, went and reordered our top 20 and yeah. locked them in and finished them off. And we're going to start, I guess, with number 20 was yeah. originally Austin Aries, who we locked in last time. This is where we both actually put Finn Balor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and like, yeah. I mean, he's at the bottom of the top 20, but, like, he's still in the top 20. Yeah. Um, these are 
He's had two great NXT runs. Yeah. He started to have a great um, WWE run until he got hurt. Right. But it was at least good up until that point. Right. And then he had a great Japan run as well. Yeah. And did fantastic over there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he belongs in the top 20. For sure. Yeah. Number 19 was Kofi Kingston. This is where I have Bobby Roode. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, he was towards the top of TNA for the longest time. He had that fun run in uh, NXT, mm-hmm. and the Glorious Bombs were some of my favorite things ever. Yeah. Ever. And this is where I put Cody Rhodes. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though Cody was books not as great as he probably could have been with the WWE, yeah. Um, he proved as soon as he left that he was the star he said he was on the indies. Yep. He kept that going through the start of AEW. Um, he's been one of their best in-ring performers the entire time, especially from a storytelling perspective. Mm-hmm. He's been the best performer that they've had. Um, and actually, funny enough, before we move to the next, this is the only two people on our list that differ from each other in the top 20. Yeah. Are Bobby Roode and Cody Rhodes, and they both happen to get locked in at 19 here. Yeah. With that, number 18 was originally Finn Balor, who we just talked about. And this is where I loft, loft, loft in, locked yeah. in Dolph Ziggler. Um, he's one of those guys that every time he goes out, he's going to have one of the best matches on the card mm-hmm. every single time. Right. Um, he's been in one of the best matches I've ever seen live in a ladder match against Brody Lee yeah. or at the time Luke Harper, as he was known right. for you WWE fans out there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, and this is where I had Kofi Kingston. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, Kofi, Kofi Mania. I mean, that was 2019, which was amazing. Yeah. Um, just bringing, you know, the leader of the new day, mm-hmm. um, and for one of the, I mean, they were the best tag team in the world for years. Yeah, for in sure. In my opinion, best faction. Like, Absolutely. Um, yeah, and you could always count on them for some fun in a ladder match or a mm-hmm. rumble or whatever. Right. Um, and honestly, with Kofi, I think if you uh, put him... Um, if he would have got the push he deserved when he started with that Orton stuff in 2010, 11, whenever that was, mm-hmm. he'd be in the top five on this list. Oh, yeah. That's my opinion. Yeah, I think but, so. He um, had it. He just wasn't used right. Right. And it's just a common theme with WWE guys yeah. as we went through this top 100. Uh, number 17 was Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. This is where I put Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. You know, copy-paste. It's great, though. I mean... Yeah. And Dolph Ziggler also had one of the best cash-ins ever. Right. And that's kind of why he gets the nod for me. Fair enough. Because that's like, that cash-in was one of my favorite moments ever. I loved it. Kofi's was a bigger deal to me just because everything he's went through, um, everything he's done, um, finally seeing him win that championship was a big deal. Right. Especially because, like, the way they booked it was a lot of what really turned me off from WWE. Like, that was my final straw. That was the Mm -hmm. end of live shows, that fast lane we went to that we walked out of before the main event. Like, oh, that was not fun for me at all. Um, Number 16 was originally Alberto Del Rio, Mm -hmm. who we've talked about in the last, you know, top recap. You can hear it in the podcast for free. Yeah. Uh, This is where I put Samoa Joe. Um, he would have been higher had he not got hurt here towards the end of the decade in mm-hmm. WWE so much. But, I mean, he was the top guy everywhere he went. 
Um, Impact, Ring of Honor, NXT. Mm-hmm. He was on his way to being that way again in WWE until the injuries. And he's made a pretty good announcer, so he definitely belongs here in the top 20. Yeah. Uh, and this is where I put Sheamus. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Sheamus, I think he's my biggest fall uh, from where the other list is, one of them. Um, just, I don't know, like, he's 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 always good, he's always reliable, um, but just not, until, like, the Best of Seven series with Cesaro and all that is when I really started liking him. Yeah. And everything before that was just kind of blah. Um, especially like League of Nations and that championship run was like one of the worst. Yeah. I Ginger's championship run was better than that. It might like, have been, yeah, in retrospect. Like, yeah. Just saying. Might have um been. but that said, he is a top sixteen wrestler. I mean, you know, top twenty wrestler. Like mm-hmm. he uh I mean he's always a you can he's that guy you can always throw at the top of the card and in, in the championship picture and it still makes sense. Right. Um, but he shouldn't always win it. Uh, yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. uh, number fifteen was Roman Reigns originally. Yeah, and this is where I put uh, Kenny Omega. Uh huh. Um, yeah, Kenny Omega, one of the best wrestlers in the world. Um, some of the best trilogy, you know, the trilogy with him and Okada, or the quadrilogy or however right but uh were some of the best matches ever um yeah mm-hmm. this is uh where i had seamus just one spot ahead of you which is actually one of the more surprising things of this list that i had him farther up but yeah. um yeah i mean just he was so good with fucking the bar Mm-hmm. Um, I do agree the shit that he did before that wasn't all that great, but he was always one of the top guys. He was used mm-hmm. as top guy. He's a multiple-time champion of pretty much every title that they've had in the WWE, except for, what, like, the Universal. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, I gave him the nod here on that one and put him one spot ahead. Mm-hmm. The next up was number 14, which was originally Jeffrey Hardy. And this is where I put Kenny Omega, just one spot ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Um... You know, Kenny went from being fucking wrestling in DDT to being the top wrestler in the world for two or three years in a row. Yeah. And now is trying to make a comeback as top wrestler in the world in AEW. And although I don't think the exploding barbed wire death match is the way to go about becoming the best wrestler in the world, it's still going to be an entertaining spectacle. So there you go. Yeah. And yeah, as BJ already said, you know, fucking, he's the king of IWGP for like three years. He's one of the most entertaining guys to watch over there. Highest rated matches by numerous wrestling fans and critics alike. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, And this is where I put Samoa Joe. Um, So yeah, I put him a little bit higher just because, I don't know, like he, for his size and his look, I just, I don't know. I've always loved Samoa Joe. Um, and he's like, real. Like when right. he cuts a promo, it feels real. Right. And I like that about yeah. Joe. And I gave him like the nod over Omega and Sheamus just cause if he wouldn't I have got like hurt, I think he would have been better. Consistent. Yeah. I think I would have put him up there mm-hmm. had he not had the injury at the end there. Yeah. But to me, his, even his injury, like 
he was still better for more parts of the decade than Kenny Omega and Sheamus. So for that's o- my thought. For Omega in particular, I guess, like, how many yeah. other people go from DDT to being the IWGP heavyweight right. champion? Nobody. Like, zero. Right. But still. That's how still good the guy DDT. was. But that's how good he was. Right. So. Um, that's you. You're 13. Oh, 13 was Dolph Ziggler. Yes. This is where I put Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, he's Chris Jericho. Okay, yes. But... He was still on and off for most of the decade, you know, uh, with Posse and all that shit. So, um, but still, he's, I mean, what, we had him top three of all time in our previous list. In retrospect, I would change that now, but that's beside the point. Um, Yeah, Um, and this is where I put The Miz and locked him in. Uh, One of the greatest Intercontinental Champions ever. Mm -hmm. He... Kind of like Sheamus for me. Mm-hmm. Like he had a little bit of time where I really enjoyed what he was doing, but for the most time he was he was always used as pretty well and used as a top guy or one of the mid card top mm-hmm. guys. But just most of the time it's just never been my my thing, my bag, and I'm not a big fan of the comedy stuff he's doing right now, honestly. Yeah. But you know, it's not for me. Well, not all wrestling should be, so it's fine. Right. Number twelve was originally Bobby Roode. And this is where I put Daniel Bryan. Yeah, me too. Um, his injury in timeout's the only reason he's not top five of this decade. For sure. Um, one of the best storylines ever with the Yes movement and him finally winning the mm-hmm. championship. And then the fucking comeback with him winning the Intercontinental Championship. And then another fucking mm-hmm. comeback years right. later. Yeah. Like, just fucking great. Thought he was retired. Uh, one of the best in-ring workers ever. I mean, he's inspired numerous people to be where they are and to be wrestlers in the first mm-hmm. place, and he's just fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can't say very much more. Like, Except that's also who you put here. That Yeah, which I said me too. Fair enough. Earlier. <coughs> um, <coughs> I don't pay yeah, Daniel Bryan's, yeah, fantastic. Uh, <laughs> 11 is where, was Samoa Joe. This is where we have uh, Kevin Owens. Yeah. Um, Both of us. Yeah, and I mean, to me, Kevin Owens got the nod over Daniel Bryan because you can pretty much, like, Kevin Owens is just so consistently good and so good on the mic. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, he didn't have the injury, so he that's why I kind of give him the nod. But, Fair enough. I mean, just, you know, his, stu- uh, his stuff with Sammy throughout, like, the whole decade, basically. Yeah. And El Generico and his friendship and, like, just all that. His matches with John Cena, mm-hmm. his, um, I mean, NXT debut and all that. His like, stuff with so Cena good. is some of my favorite Cena stuff ever. You're right, right. They were excellent together. That's no, weird. that's, I don't know yeah. what else to say about Owen, so yeah. that's great. Right. That's where he made a name for himself. Mm-hmm. Number 10 was originally Sheamus. This is where I put Chris Jericho. Um, although I agree with you with him being part timer, it did move him back this list where he should be a lot higher. Yeah. Um, but he still was always one of the top guys. Every time he came back, he was an intercontinental champion. He was mm-hmm. a contender for a championship. He had that amazing run with Kevin Owens. Yeah. He had that fucking. Yeah, and then that he had that run that he didn't talk. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it was. 
try new things at least, yeah. so I can give him some credit yeah. there. I know. Trying to mix it up and not just be the same old Chris Jericho. And that's right. the other thing is every time he comes back, he's different. Yeah. Um. Even the difference between what he was doing in IWGP and what he or New Japan mm-hmm. and what he's doing in AEW was yeah. different with the whole painmaker gimmick over there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he had a great run over there with what three or four really good matches in New Japan. He's been part of some of the biggest surprises. Remember when he showed up at All In? How fucking mind blown we were that he attacked yeah. whoever Kenny Omega or whoever the fuck it was. Right. And there's like, there's no way he's got to play a concert in fucking Nashville, Tennessee. It's great. Yeah. All right. Uh, you got to talk about number 10. Number 10. I had The Miz. Yes. Um, so yeah, I put The Miz a lot higher. We kind of flipped The Miz and Chris Jericho, Jericho yeah. Even um, though there's like two guys in between them. Yeah. yeah. I just, I don't know. Miz, to me, has always been one of the best, most consistent performers. Like, they could always rely on him. He always entertains me in one way or another. You know, there's times that he, like, legit pisses me off. Which yeah. Which makes a good heel. That's when he was at his best. Um, yeah. And, and, the stuff when, with, and his stuff with Sandow was his best comedy stuff, too. Right. right. So, I mean, yeah, I just, and, like, to me, the work that The Miz has put in to get where he got. Oh, like, yeah, that's true. He may not you can't, you can't deny any of that. No, I mean, he came from the fucking real world on MTV. To main event. To main event against John Cena and in at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania. Like, and he shared the ring with The Rock at the same WrestleMania. Like, yeah, that's it's true. Just, you know, it's craziness. Yeah, and just, I mean. No, I agree. And honestly, people, like, He's he's a household name as well. Maybe mm-hmm. I mean not to the length of like John Cena, or but he still is. Anything like who the fuck he is? Do. Yeah. Um, like I talked to, there was a girl at work that was. I said I watched Miz and Mrs. She's like, oh, I watched that. I love the Miz. I'm nice. Like, she's like, why the fuck do you watch that? And I'm like, wrestling. I like. I'm a wrestler. He's a wrestler. Man. Yep. And I only watched the first season. I haven't watched it. Fair enough. Like it was it was alright, but anyway. Uh, number nine, this is where they had Kuch, or, yeah, Kuzuchka Akata, Okada. Wow, why couldn't I say that? Okada. And this is where, uh, John Moxley is. Yes, for so, both of us. Yeah, for both of us. Um, actually, should we just do all three of these together? Yeah, it's not. So, okay. Yeah. Okay, let's Wait. Go. I was going to go Did for I say it. let's not? Yeah. Oh, I didn't mean to. Well, let's do it then. Yeah. So number eight was Kevin Owens, right. and number seven was The Miz. Right. And this is where we put The Shield. Yes. <laughs> In order, uh, number nine, we put Moxley. Yeah. And number eight, we put Roman Reigns. Yep. And at seven, we put Seth Rollins. Right. Seth Rollins' championship yeah. run mm-hmm. in the decade was the better of all of them. Yes. Especially in retrospect. Yes. Um. Sure. Yeah, some parts of it pissed us off at the time, because I remember. But going back but and looking at back, it now, it was, it was a lot of fucking thought. fun. It was. Um, John Moxley has also, mm-hmm. I mean, they've all been world champions. Right. They've all held the U.S. and Intercontinentals and tags. And yeah, I just They were like part of the, one of the best factions ever, which is one mm-hmm. of the reasons, honestly, I kind of grouped them together. Yeah, me too. Um, and it was actually, I, like, I put them in this order because mm-hmm. you did. Because okay. I didn't really, like, because you had already gotten to this point before me, and okay. I didn't know what order to put them in, yeah. and I kind of followed your lead on this. Mm-hmm. But the more I thought about it, the more I feel it's right. Yeah. It Seth is. Rollins, it just, he, there's something about him. Right. Like, just, yeah. I don't know what it he's is. Got he's that, got that it factor. Yeah. 
So does Roman Reigns. It's just unfortunately they booked him like he should have been number one of these three, but they booked him into being number two of these three. He could have been number three on this list had he been booked like he was right. now and booked properly. Right. Yeah. And Moxley was kind of the wild years. card of the group and still is. Like mm-hmm. Moxley's really good. He was a great champion was during just, the pandemic. He was stifled more than. Any of the other yes. two guys. And now I think, and when we look at it in this decade, I think he has an opportunity to be the better of the three of them. Although at this point, I think Roman Reigns everyone. has the edge for this decade yeah. so far. So but we're far. quick in. So mm-hmm. I guess with that, we're up to number six now, which was originally yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm-hmm. And this is where I put Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely one of the top guys mm-hmm. of the decade. He was had some of the best matches of the decade over in New Japan. Um, some of the best rivalries and feuds over IWGP Intercontinental Championship. I mean, mm-hmm. he's like one of the guys you think of when you think of that belt, yeah. which might be going away. Um, it, did. it did go away? Yeah, this weekend. Well, there you go, buds. It went away this weekend. So yeah, they're officially now. It's the it's just the IWGP Championship. It's the world, yeah, IWGP World Heavyweight Championship now. There you go. Yeah, and yeah, so he was one of the two guys I think of when I think of the Intercontinental mm-hmm. Championship in New Japan. Him and Naito. Right. Um, God, yeah. And yeah, so that's why yep. I put him so high on this list. All right. And I have uh, Randy Orton in this spot. Um, and yeah, I mean he's Randy Orton. He's the he's always been the number two guy, WWE guy, um, through the past fifteen years. Basically, it's been John Cena has been the face of the company, and Randy Orton was always the workhorse there. But um, and we'll get, well yeah. We'll- um, number five was Tanahashi. Yeah. And this is where I had Nakamura, so we kind of flipped these. Yeah, this is but, where I had Randy Orton. Yeah. I gave Randy Orton, um, or Nakamura the nod because there are those times that Randy Orton just does not give a fuck. Yeah. And, and he's still good when he doesn't give a fuck, but, um, like, he, uh, yeah. But, like, you can tell he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. And that's my problem is that I can tell when he doesn't give a fuck. I get that. I actually gave him the nod for that reason. Yeah. Because he's still one of the best ever of all times, even when he doesn't give a shit and he's not even trying. He's, He's that fucking good. And it could also be, like, for me, too, I've been seeing, I've been watching a lot more older Nakamura stuff lately. Oh, okay. Um... Because of the Intercontinental going away, so I've been watching. I've Your watched Nakamura's a NXT a run was fantastic clicks. as well. He was yeah. one of my favorite NXT champions. Yeah, he also yeah. happened to be there during the best era of NXT. So right. right. So yeah. All right. All right. So with that, we're up to what number four? four Seth Rollins. This is where we both have Okada yeah. finally locked uh, in. Um, I mean, there's yeah. been no doubt he's been the star of New Japan over the last half of the decade. Yep. Um, the only other guy that they looked like they were going to put at that level towards the end here, as high as him, was Omega, and then right. Omega left for AW, so yep. that was kind of the end of that. Um, he's multiple-time champion. He's never had a match I've seen that I've disliked. Uh, anytime he's in the ring, it's excellent. You know, he... Yeah. Unfortunately, spent this last G1 trying to get over a fucking Cobra clutch that he just wasn't getting over. But, right. you know, 
can't blame the guy for trying. Right. So and that was still twenty twenty. So and yeah, so it doesn't that's even count. Of that decade. Yeah. But yeah, Okada was fucking amazing, and I think I he's going to continue to be one of the top in this next decade as well. I I agree. Um, yeah, that's why I put him here. I yeah. Mean, still pulling, uh, you know, his stuff with Kenny Omega was obviously some amazing. of the best matches ever, and four of the best matches I've ever seen in my whole life. Right. Right. And and my favorite matches too, mm-hmm. because. Those don't always have to be the same thing. Right. I like a lot of matches that aren't technically great matches, but right. they're still good. Yeah. Like, they're what they are. Like Macho Man Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Like, it's a horrible match. Yeah. But I fucking love it. King Kong Bundy and Hulk Hogan in the fucking cage. Right. Right. So. Uh, number three, this is where they had Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where we have Hiroshi Tanahashi. Stupid sexy um, Tanahashi. Yeah. So, like... I put I gave Tanahashi the nod over Okada. At least my reasonings were, you know, Tanahashi was the whole decade, mm-hmm. and if it wasn't for their feud to begin Okada's reign, Okada wouldn't have got where he got. Yeah, Okada you wouldn't know, be the star he, he is without Tanahashi. Right. I mean, Tanahashi Tanahashi was the John Cena of New Japan. Yep. In the same time as yep. John Cena. And in the same kind of in the same PG era right. kind of thing that New Japan had, exactly. their version of it. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only difference is Tanahashi was like way sexier than yep. John Cena. So yeah. Which that is was the a big because John Cena is a handsome motherfucker. Right. So. Yeah, I agree with you 100% on that. So, mm-hmm. number two was originally John Cena, and this is where I put John Cena. Yeah. This was difficult. It was. Um, might as well just do number one at the same time. Yeah. Number one was AJ Styles. This, this is where we, we have AJ Styles. Yeah. yeah. So I gave Styles the nod because even though Cena's... The, he was definitely the best WWE guy in the decade. Mm-hmm. He's been their top guy since 2005 or right. something like that. Six, whatever. Right. Um, his Royal Rumble return in 08 is still one of the best moments ever in, in wrestling yeah, history, let alone crazy. Royal Rumble history. Yeah. Um... The great matches he's had with the likes of fucking Triple H and Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle and Shawn Michaels mm-hmm. and The Undertaker and Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens and just everybody he's come into contact with. Yeah. Um, he He's big match John. Right. But AJ Styles Great had to, matches with AJ Styles. Those were fucking phenomenal yeah. too. But AJ Styles has not only done it, but he's done it Everywhere, everywhere with everybody exactly he did it in impact it. he's done it for new japan he's done mm-hmm. it for the wwe he's yeah. done it for little indie promotions he's done it for nxt like he, sh- he showed up NXT. in new japan new japan pretty much for a cup of coffee they knew he was gonna leave very soon and they still, still made him the, the champion because like, he's that fucking good right like yeah. so i gave him the nod yeah me too no, um, AJ Styles has been one of my favorite wrestlers. He was the whole reason I got into Impact. Like when I back got back. Oh, I can understand it now. He's like yeah. he's been one of my favorite wrestlers since shortly after his yeah. WWE like, debut. When I got into back into wrestling about 2006, I got into Impact. Like I heard about Impact because I started reading like dirt sheets and shit, and. Um, you know, I tuned in and I stayed for AJ Styles. I'm right. like, you know, I'm going to give this a shot, but he's the reason I stayed. You know, him and Samoa Joe, mm-hmm. honestly, and that's kind of why Samoa Joe was higher up. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, he's been one of my favorite wrestlers for, yeah, 15 years. Right. And um, 
his Rumble debut, except for when they fucked up the camera work, was fantastic. Was one of my favorite moments. Yeah, that ever, was a good time too. Yeah, um, yeah, just I enjoyed it. Uh, and well. like, I do think he's just the better wrestler than John Cena. He is, like, for sure. He can make anyone look good. But see, John Cena needs a good opponent, right? John Cena, right? He works to the level of his opponent a lot of the time. Yes. Whereas AJ Styles elevates the his level opponent. of his opponent. Mm-hmm. So that's valid. Yeah. Right. Well, tell us who you think should be number one, mm-hmm. Bud. You can hit us up at Bud's WW on the Twitter or email to the Gmail at the same. You can get me at D-A-R-R-E-L-L underscore G-U-N-S. You can get me at Beach 2004 That's B-E-E-J-2-0-4. Leave us a five-star comment. Like, share, subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell your dogs, your cats, your neighbors. Your rabbits. Your rabbits. Llamas. 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 Uh, <laughs> camels. Camels. Camel toads. Uh, yeah, camel toads. Camel toads? Yeah, toads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh, what are those really like bright colored frogs? Like those Amazon tree frogs? Yeah. You should go tell some of them. Red eyed tree They're frogs. They're pretty fucking dope. They yeah. are pretty don't fucking stare, dope. But not the hypnotope. Don't tell no, him. No, don't look into his eyes. Unless you tell him to hypnotize everybody to watch Bud's Watch Wrestling. Right. That's what we need. We need a hypnotode. A Bud's Nitoad. Buds, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your eyes just hypnotize me. There we go. All right, and until I just next love time. Flashy ways. I love your flashy ways too, BJ. And until <laughs> next time, that's BJ over there. And that's Daryl over there. Peace out, guys. Yep, go away. Away. Okay. Check. We sound check. I mean, I already knew it worked, but now I'd super know it worked. Super know it worked. Yeah, indeed. There was that one time it didn't work, right? Um, I think so. Probably. I don't know. Go back in the mud, guys, and listen. It's free. I'm not gonna fucking do it. I've already listened to them at least twice. Well, I Fuck it. Fuck it. Whenever you're ready. Whenever. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>